Do you believe it's possible to communicate with the other side of life? Have you ever had a spiritual experience that you couldn't explain, but it changed your perception of reality forever? Are you the kind of person who has asked questions but failed to get the answers from mainstream religions and philosophies? If you are, you're not alone. And in this podcast, we will endeavor to answer some of those questions from a very misunderstood and overlooked source. This is the journey into spiritualism. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spirit Side Podcast. I'm Paul James Caden. And today joining me on the podcast is a gentleman where I've been going to church over the summer. It is a spiritual church where near to where I live. And uh, this gentleman, Ray Johnson, you, you are a minister in training, correct? Yes. And uh, he shared a couple messages uh, at the church as a minister in training and I thought he was uh, a person who really came from the heart. He just wasn't up there uh, rehearsing, you know, going through, um, you know, pretty words or anything like that. And uh, I, I noticed that kind of thing when I see people like that that really get it. And, and you know that they're, they're, they're living their spirituality and they want to convey that message to others. I, I think that's somewhat rare in our world today. And, and, and when I come across folks like this, these are the kind of people I, I, I want to have on the podcast, the kind of people I want to talk to, because I think they have a very important message for all of us to consider in our lives. But uh, first of all, welcome to the podcast, Ray, and thanks for coming on today. Thanks for having me. So the the message you shared uh, last Wednesday, you were you were talking about love, and you you were sharing a little bit about your past journey, which was very similar to my own, with parents that weren't necessarily there. Uh, you you got really involved with with sports as kind of the distraction. Uh, my thing when I was a teenager and a young person, I wanted to be a boxer at one point. And uh, everything was fighting to me, you know, train and fight and learn, learn to box better, martial arts. You never know when you're going to be confronted, you know. <laughs> and when I, when I was younger, uh, in my teens, that, that was the answer to pretty much every problem. If somebody gave you a hard time, got in your face, uh, made you feel bad, well, you, you could yell at them, you could call them names. Uh, and, and better yet, if worse came to worse, hey, you, you, you could pop them, you know, you could take a swing at them. Yeah. But, uh, and, and you were saying you had your, your fair share of, uh, fights and brawls as well. But, uh, um, yeah. Yeah, share a little bit about your, your journey before you came to, and, and how you, you came to this point in your life where you said, I want to be a more spiritual and loving person. Okay, so I, I grew up um, in Union, New Jersey. So I'm in the middle of New Jersey city. Um, I had to, um, you know, it, it's a very populated place. 
So when you went to school, you're in the same grade with like 350 other kids. Um, and yet I still felt alone. Mm -hmm. So, um, a lot of the times, um, I stuck to myself. I tried to, tried to make friends, tried to stand out, but usually it didn't work. It made people act weird towards me. Um, I didn't really ever totally fit in. Um, I, I happened to be good at sports, so I made friends with other kids who played sports, but yet they weren't always willing to be friendly with me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was always a little socially awkward. So, um, I usually fit in with some of the kids who were used to being loners, but I was too much of a jock for them. So it, it, it was just kind of a weird situation for me growing up. Um, and it led to, to me being, uh, quite an angry person as I grew up. I lashed out a lot. Um, I got in arguments with my mom all the time. Um, I said things to people that I would, you know, I definitely regret these days, but, um, you know, I would be appalled with myself looking back. Um, so a lot of the times when people, uh, you know, confronted me about things or, or gave me a hard time, I usually just lashed out in anger. Mm -hmm. A lot of fights that way. Um, didn't really... Mostly, I just didn't fit in anywhere in particular. I didn't have a group that I could look to and say, these are my kind of people. Right. Um, so a lot of times I, I normally just stuck to myself and a couple of people that I hung out with here and there. But I played, I played sports all the time, and I focused on that rather than um, you know, building a ton of relationships. Um, as I got older, as I started hitting my teens, I started to realize that, you know, having other people in my life was important. Um, when I was 16 was when I met my, my current wife. Um, and she and I have been together ever since. Um, but when I hit my teenage years, I realized that love was actually important, that being loved and knowing love was an important piece of life. Um, as I grew up, I started to realize that not really having a family growing up was forcing me to want to have a family of my own. Um, it's just kind of a switch that turned. Also, um, I was lost. Uh, much like a lot of people out there, I was lost. I didn't know where my life was going. I didn't know what it was going to look like. I didn't even think about my future. Um, 
so when I was a teenager, I met my my wife Stephanie. Um, she actually introduced me to Christianity. Mm-hmm. Um, I was saved. I uh, I gave my life to Christ, and that began my journey down the spiritual path that I'm down now. Um, it didn't make me instantly a less angry person. Oh no, um, it doesn't. <laughs> I had to go through. I had to go through a lot. Um, and, and anger still sometimes gets the best of me. I mean, I'm a human being, but um, I've definitely come a lot. I've come. A, I've come very far from where I was as a teen. Um, I even remember saying to my wife several times over the years, you know. Uh, I don't want to be angry anymore. I don't want to. And I think that's the key is you have to, you you have to fight yourself. You have to fight the basic instinct that's in you to to do wrong or to, uh, you know, to, to change. You have to want to change from the inside out. And... You know, anger was definitely my biggest problem in life. And to not want to be that way any, anymore meant fighting my most basic instinct that I grew up with. It was my, it was my, uh, my go-to. Mm-hmm. Anytime anything wasn't going right or anytime, you know, I didn't get my way, I got angry. So to so to change that took a lot. I hear you. So what what was the um what was the crossover for you just on a on a little bit of a side note where you went from regular uh, born again Christianity to uh, spiritualism. What what made you eventually bounce in, over into that direction? Um, well, actually, once again, it was my wife Stephanie. She um, I will follow her to the end of the earth. Um, she is my everything. She's my best friend, and um. <clears throat> About two years ago, she, uh, well, let me back up a little bit. Most of her life, she has never really felt, you know, that she belonged or or anything like that. Um, she's always felt out of place. So when we got together, it was, you know, we, we completed each other. We, we gave each of you know, we gave each of ourselves something to believe in, something to to love, something to understand. We were able to understand each other, understand where we were coming from. Um, but anyway, she she's always felt that Christianity wasn't everything, that there was that there was more out there. And at this point I was I was severely into Christianity. I was, I was a, you know, a mainstream Christian, I guess you call it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, 
you know, I believed, I believed that the Bible was, that that was a hundred percent. And, you know, anybody that said otherwise was wrong. Um, you know, uh, psychic abilities didn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was, I was that type of person, uh, just two years ago. Um, but she told, you know, she, she discovered the church and, uh, she said, Ray, I just want you to give it a chance. Don't, you don't, she's like, she said, you don't have to go. She said, I just, I just don't want you to stop me from going. Just support me in going to this church. So I was okay with it initially. I said, well, you know, I'm not going, but I'm not going to stop you from going and I won't put up a fight. You know, if this is something you really want to do, I'm not going to stand in your way. So she ends up going to the church. She comes back. She says, oh, my gosh, you have to go. You you should try it. Just try it once. Yeah, yeah, you should go. And it, it's amazing. There's amazing people. So I'm the type of person, I'm pretty open-minded. I'll try anything once. Um, and I went, and I, I was blown away. And... So I started to say to myself, you know, am I right? Um, is Christianity everything? Is it the answer? Is there more? Um, so I started to say to myself, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this a shot. I'm gonna give it a real shot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen to what everybody has to say. Um, I'm going to try new things. So I tried, you know, I tried using my feelings, <laughs> uh, to, to open up abilities and which was totally new to me because, you know, like I said, with my childhood, I was used to suppressing feelings. I was used to lashing out. I was used to you know, oh, I, I, can't, I don't have time to feel feelings, you know, type of thing. So for me to step back and allow myself to feel energy and, and go with it and listen to it and understand it, it was definitely a life-changing, eye-opening moment for me. So I started to realize, you know, why should my, you know, spiritual enthusiasm change just because my views on spiritualism changed? Mm -hmm. So I became just as passionate about spiritualism as I was about Christianity, especially since our church is a Christian spiritualist church. Right. You know, so Jesus is still the focal point. Um, higher learning is still the focal point. You know, so it's it, it wasn't a very hard transition for me spiritually. Now, everything else, you know, developing abilities, uh, feeling things, sensing things, 
that was a whole new world to me. And honestly, that's been my biggest challenge. Right. And you know, Ray, I, I, I think it's interesting, too, that when you look in the Bible, and I always say, we see Jesus healing. We we read a lot about prophecy. There, there were times that in the Bible it says the religious leaders of Jesus' day were, were thinking something about him, and, and he knew their thoughts. He spoke with the spirits of Moses and Elijah on the Mount of Transfiguration. He had yeah. angels come to tend and minister to him on numerous occasions. And then he said, the things that I will do, you will do also. And it, it always really strikes my mind, where, where did Christianity lose sight of that? Where did it just become a religion where we give lip service to God, but we really don't expect spiritual or, you know, supernatural things to happen in our lives. And I, I find that to be very sad because I've always felt since I was very young that the spiritual was all around us. And, you know, when I first started going to church, even before I knew there was a God, and, you know, I'm, I'm sure, you know, my listeners have heard the story a jillion times. When I was a little kid, I just had this sense of this very loving, protecting presence around me. And as I grew up, I, I, I would talk to it. And then when I, my parents discovered, you know, going to church and you, you're told this is all wrong, this could be the devil, you know, it, it just, yeah. it made me afraid to go onward. And it was a part of me that was locked away later on in life. And, and, and I think that's why. I was so angry because I was the kind of person that didn't quite fit in either. And I, I didn't feel like anybody had my back. You know, my, my parents didn't have my back. My yeah. uh, Nobody at school had my back. So, hey, I, I had to uh, do things the best way uh, that I knew how. You know, hey, l let me, uh, you know, emulate uh, Ra Rocky Balboa or Rambo or... You know, dirty Harry, whoever, you know, just, you know, beat the bad guys up type of thing. But, um, uh, you know, getting our, uh, you know, back to our topic here when it, when it comes to love and like I, we were talking before the podcast and, and, and this is something that I, I, I mention often on the podcast with, with guests and why I wanted to talk about this with you is how many people yeah. that I encounter just through doing this and they say, well, you know, I, I'm all alone. I don't have anybody to uh, talk to these spiritual things about. I'm isolated. I have no friends. I never did. What, what kind of advice would you give those people who feel that strong connection, you know, to God, to spirit, but they they just don't they don't have any kind of church they don't have any kind of friends their their family thinks they're nuts they're they're all by themselves just doing yeah. their thing um, what would your advice to them be to 
you know, alleviate that loneliness and feeling so isolated all the time? Um, well, I mean, God, sometimes it's hard to, to sit back and say, I'm going to have a conversation with God, you know, or I'm going to have a conversation with the spirit because, you know, it's, you don't, you're not actually physically talking to somebody, even though you really are. And the the hardest challenge for that is, I think as human beings, we just want somebody right there in front of us, mm-hmm. listening to us, understanding us, you know, nodding their head in agreement, you know, um... As as human beings, we we crave other human beings. We crave the love from other human beings. You know, to think to think the Christianity way, you know, the solely Christianity way, where there's some God up on a uh, up up on a throne somewhere, and and he's just looking down on us, but he's not really reachable. You know, uh, we can we can send prayers up to him, but but we can't actually talk to him or, or you know, have conference with him. It's not true. God, God listens to us. God embraces us. God loves us. He sends his spirit to, to, um, you know, to, to be with us and in conference with us. And, and uh, he really does care. He loves us. Now, as far as feeling alone in the world, that's a tough one because a lot of people, because a lot of people feel alone in the world, that's why they lean on religion mm-hmm. or that's why they uh, lean on alcoholism or, or anything. That's why, they, that's why they pour themselves into something all the way because they think that they're going to get some type of satisfaction out of it, some type of love or some type of, uh, you know, sense of belonging. Because, you know, my wife puts it this way, these are my people. Mm -hmm. So if you fit in a group, you fit in a group, you can say to yourself, these are my people. These are my kind of people. You know, and I think that's what we all deep down inside want. We all want... A group of people just like us who feel like us and and you know we can turn and say these are my kind of people these are my people these these are people that I belong with this is my group um, and you have to be careful to associate yourself with the wrong group of people you know what makes those people special what makes them like you you know you don't want to dwell on something negative and say, well, these are my kind of people, you know, or, you know, these people are, these are my kind of people because they drink all the time like I do. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to associate yourself with the wrong kind of people. Um, and, and I think that's a, I, a really good point just to interject for a, a moment. It, it, it makes me think, uh, again, of, of the religious people that maybe have felt alone and they get involved with a church 
and they say, well, well, these are my people, that then they start acting like the people around them when when the churches become, or the congregation, the people become very condemning, or, you know, the whole concept of God becomes very wrathful and, and, and full of fear and hellfire and brimstone. You know, do you, do you really want to relegate God to, to that kind of behavior and attitude just to fit in, to say, these are my people, you know? Uh, I, I say no, you know, I'd rather be alone and have a God of love than have a bunch of people around me saying, hey, hey look at that Ray, he's a spiritualist, he's going to burn in hell. You know, no, man, that that's... There's no joy in that, and there's no love in that. Really, it's 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 void of both. Yeah, and I, and I see this, you know, too. Jesus said it himself. He said, "For those of you who are perfect, you cast the first stone." So, in other words, if you're not perfect, then don't cast stones. Don't judge other people because you're not perfect yourself. Mm-hmm. We're never going to be. We're human beings. You know, we're always going to do things wrong. We're always going to be misguided or, you know, misdirected. We're not perfect. You know, so for us to sit on our high horse and say, well, that person's wrong or that person's wrong, you know, maybe we're wrong. You know, sometimes I have to step back and, and, and evaluate myself and say, am I right here? Am I doing the right thing? Am I saying the right thing? Am I right? And I actually sit back and I evaluate my words, you know, my thoughts, everything. And I say to myself, you know, am I right? Am I, am I being misled here or, or whatever? I, you just have to, if you feel alone in this world, it's a perfect time to work on yourself. You know, because the rest of the world out there, they're just going to crap on you harder, (laughs) (laughs) you know, to say it bluntly. Um, You know, so so work on yourself. Make yourself a better person. Care about yourself for yourself. You know, um, just pour all your time into self-building. You know, build up yourself. Um, it's not easy working on yourself by yourself. <laughs> no, uh, definitely not. I do understand, you know, the loneliness aspect of it all. Um, I felt like that for years. Um, but, and there are times still, even today, where I kind of revert back and say, man, it just kind of has that me against the world kind of feeling, mm-hmm. you know, um, even though I have a support system, I have people that love me. I have my brother and I have my wife and my two daughters. I have people who love me, but sometimes it just feels like you're alone. Like, like, you know, it is me against the world and I got to conquer this myself and it's it is tough it is you know i <clears throat> people that know my story know that, again since back even before i could talk 
as a child having a feeling like I was from somewhere else. This this wasn't home, and I grew up with that feeling. You know that this this is temporary. This this isn't this isn't my real home or the place I'm going to spend forever. So I I yeah. I, I totally get that feeling. You know of feeling lonely or isolated. But I also look at it through my experiences that that I've had, um, particularly the the spiritual experiences. That that we're all spiritual beings, and and when you feel that way, it's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, people like me, people like you, people that may be listening to this podcast that that feel they don't fit in. Take a little bit of a little bit of joy in that i think because your soul knows something that a lot of other people don't that you are a spiritual being that you know that this this isn't your your eternal home you know you're going somewhere else when you, when you leave this place and it and it's not a bad thing i don't think for the soul sometimes to say you know what man I just want to go home. Playtime is over, you know. <laughs> yeah. But you got to put it into perspective, you know. It, you you, you got to realize you're, you're going to have those kind of days. Oh yeah. You know, and I always say when when you feel that way, uh, one of the things I have found that's really helpful, and I tell people, start doing things that bring you joy, wh- whatever it is. Treat yourself well, yeah. you know. Is is it meditating? Is it praying? Is it reading a book? Is it going to the bookstore? Is it going for a, a walk? Whatever it is, just start doing things that make you happy, and, and and then being appreciative of them. One of the greatest exercises I've ever found that brought even more joy into my life is before I go to bed every night is to give thanks for at least five things that happened that day, no matter how small they were. Yeah, and that's, that's a good positive attitude to have. That's Yeah, and... and seeing, the, the, seeing, seeing the positivity in life, seeing the... Um, the uh, what's the word? Uh, the, um, the bright side. Seeing the bright right. side of life. It's important. It is, and I and I feel the the more you do it, the the more comes. You know, it just seemed to open like a, a you know a, a gateway of of more blessings, more positive experiences. You know, even if uh, you know, even if the five things to, to give thanks for were to go to bed that night and say, "Hey, I'm going to bed tonight. I'm, I'm grateful, God, that I'm healthy." Uh, I watched a good movie with my wife. We had uh, another evening together, the family at the dinner table. Um, the crickets sound really, you know, nice outside tonight. <laughs> you know, little things. Yeah. And, and and it's just amazing what that will do and how much appreciation that will start to bring uh, into a person's life. But it's uh, it's it's also important to love and accept ourselves and um absolutely that's when i was you know how how would you t- tell people to gain that acceptance and love for themselves because a lot of people don't have it uh 
I've always, I've never, well, I can't say I never, but uh, I didn't really have a hard time loving myself. Um, You know, sometimes there's things about me that I wish I could change, uh, which I'm sure everybody feels that way. I'm sure even, you know, supermodels, you know, they may think they, they, everybody may think they're perfect or, or they don't need to change this or change that. But I can tell you that there's a thousand things they would love to change about themselves. Mm -hmm. So everybody has to go through that struggle of, you know, uh, I don't like this about myself or, or whatever, but Similar to what you said, I challenge those people to say five nice things about themselves each day. You know, say, you know, uh, I'm glad I'm healthy. Uh, I, I like that I'm strong. Or I, I like that I know how to do math well, you know. You know, just, just anything. Anything, you know, I, I like the color of my eyes, you know. Because there is a lot of power in positivity. If you're pouring positive things into yourself, about yourself, it's going to eventually change your mindset about yourself. Um, also, like you said, be thankful. You know, thankful that you, you have two legs to walk on. Some people don't have that. Mm-hmm. You know, be thankful you have ten fingers, two arms, two eyes. Some people don't have those things. You do. You know, there's there's always something about you that can be looked in a positive light, and you can say, at least I have this. Somebody else might not. That's true. Very true. And, and I think you can kind of build the, the bridge between all that. Uh, one of the things, again, that, that kind of helped me is, because I was the kind of person at one point in life that didn't have uh, a very good outlook of myself. But as I began to see good things happen, you know, and, and this was even before, you know, uh, years later giving thanks for the, the, the five uh, good things that happen in a day. W- whenever something good would happen, uh, you know, I, I would of course say, well, this, this is a blessing from God. So if God yeah. loves me enough to, give me this blessing, give me this event in my life that, that brought a smile to my face, made me feel happy, made my day. You know, if God loves me that much, why shouldn't I love myself? Exactly. And we can all find things in our lives to to be grateful for and then realize, geez, you know what? Um, if the higher power of the universe thinks this much of me, that maybe I didn't have enough money for a gallon of milk and I went outside and found $5 on the street, you know, then that means something, you know, somebody sees the value in who I am. So maybe I should too. Yeah. It's, it's it's very important to notice the little things as they come along, because if not, you're going to miss them and you're going to think that they were never there to begin with. You know, so so little subtle things like you just said, like, you know, needing a little bit of money and boom, you found $5. That 
that's a blessing from God. That is, that is, that's him throwing you a bone. You know, that's that's him tossing you a paddle. Mm-hmm. You know, to to get swimming or to get rowing again. You know, he's he's telling you, I got your back. I'm here for you. Lean on me. I'm, you know, I, I, I want you to succeed here. I don't want you to feel this way. I want you to know that you're not alone. And 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 those and those things will happen once you, once you do open your your heart, your consciousness, your mind, that God is all around us, that the spirit world is all around us. You know, the the, the angels, and and they're looking out for us, and and yeah. and expect, you know, and 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 I share that story about the the five dollars because uh, a, a true life experience years ago. I, uh, I helped a friend out who uh, her son had, uh, you know, had a baby with his girlfriend. The, they, they were broke. The, the baby needed formula, needed diapers. They didn't have enough money. And I, I was visiting and, you know, I, I gave them my grocery money for the week. I was like, here, you know, take it. But then I went home going, well, I don't know how I'm going to eat or put gas in the car because <laughs> I just gave them, you know. Yeah. But but then my very next thought after that was, ah, oh, well, I'm not going to worry about it. You know, God will, uh, you know, God will find a way. He always does. And then I just got this on the way home, this urge to go to the mall. You know, I didn't have any money, so I don't know why. Just go to the mall. So I I, I went to the yeah. mall. I'm, I'm walking through the mall. It was pretty empty. And, you know, suddenly I, I realized, uh, you know, I kicked something on the floor. And I looked down, and here's this wad of bills. And I was like, hmm. You know, I look around. There's there's nobody around. I don't know who dropped it. You know, it was just me and, you know, maybe two other people, you know, uh, way, you know, way up the hall. But I, I picked it up. I counted it and it was the exact amount of money that I'd given to my friend to buy the uh, the diapers and the formula and all that. So things like that can and will happen. You, you just got to, as they say, you know, have a little faith to say, you know what, exactly. somebody's on my side, you know, because God is definitely on your, on your side no matter what or what you think of yourself. Mm-hmm. So in, in closing this out, getting toward the, the end here, uh, maybe tell the listeners how important it is to realize that even if they feel there's no one else around them, okay, they're, they're by themselves, or, or, or maybe they got a ton of people around them. How important is it to know that God loves them? Probably one of the most important things to know. Um, you know, I've known people over the years who have told me, you know, if it weren't for this or weren't for that, I probably would have ended my life a long time ago. You know, and I, although I've never felt that way personally, I, I do feel for those people. Um, I feel that. You know, life must be so hard for them that they feel that way, that it doesn't, you know, they feel like there's no other way out. I, I feel bad for them. I feel that 
if you know, you just have to know deep down inside that, that God's got your back. And he doesn't ever want to see you do that to yourself. Um, you know, it, and if you do feel that way, seek out some help, you know. It, there's nothing wrong with getting a little help, you know, on your journey. Maybe you feel that way for a certain reason, or, or maybe something happened in your life that you got to get past. You know, it, you might be stuck. You know, don't don't hesitate to look for some guidance in life, and uh, you know, don't don't ever do anything like that. Just just know that God God does have your back, and be be aware. You know, be aware of the little things. Um, when he does drop you a lot of money or, you know, take care of a need you had, you know, just, just have the mindset that this is God taking care of me. This is God not wanting me to fail, you know, and use that to keep fighting, keep moving forward. Um, don't look back on past mistakes because if, if you get stuck in the past and you dwell on the past, you're never going to see the future. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just know that that you know tomorrow you may wake up and then be thankful for it. You know. I hear you, and 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 I think I would I would add to that. Uh, as you said, it's there's nothing wrong with with seeking some help, but but I would also say this to people. A lot of people I know, they go to a doctor or they seek out some kind of counseling because they're having a problem, and they'll they'll find a doctor or a counselor that 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 they really don't like or they really don't resonate with, but they'll keep but they'll keep going, and, and you know, <laughs> well, I don't know if I should do this, but the doctor said so, but yeah, you know, I, I guess he's right. You know, don't do that to yourself either. There, there's nothing wrong if if you're feeling alone, if you're if you're feeling really depressed, um, you know, emotionally, just not well. Yeah. Don't don't be afraid that that if you go to talk to somebody and you don't resonate with that person, don't be afraid to say, "Hey, thank you for your time." Uh, you know, this is really not what I'm looking for and and go to somebody else find that person that you resonate with find that person that you feel gets you and and is really listening to you and giving you you know the kind of advice that's helping you don't settle for just well they're the doctor they're the counselor so they must be right even though it's not really helping so many people do that and, and and they they don't get the the help and the nurturing that they need and so it's it's important remember the the doctor works for you. you you know you have a right to say you know this one's really not working so well for me uh, i think i'm going to you know look around and to try to find somebody else so that's i think that's very important you know when it comes to uh getting counseling and and help in in those areas as well but uh um. Yeah, as far as as far as that goes, you know, just because, and I'm not making, I'm not knocking therapists, just because they are professionals, just because they are, 
you know, uh, they went to school for it and they learned a lot of things, doesn't mean they're right. And it doesn't mean that that they know it all and they have all the answers. Because if they did have all the answers, they wouldn't be, you know, supplying other people therapy, you know? Right. So don't don't take everything they say to heart. Don't don't take you know, t- take it with a grain of salt. You know, we say at church, take what you like and leave the rest. Mm-hmm. You know, take what resonates with you and leave the rest. You know, and, and we approach that with a lot of things. You know, when it comes to Christianity or the Bible or or anything in general, anything at all, take what you like, leave the rest. You don't have to accept it all. No, you don't. You you definitely don't. And, and especially since there's so many interpretations of religion and medicine and, you know, uh, you know, sometimes you're going to get a healthy dose of somebody else's opinion in there and it might not necessarily be, uh, as Ray said, correct or what you need. So don't be afraid to uh, leave it at the door. So, uh, in closing, uh, any final thoughts um, for the listener on anything that we've talked about uh, during the podcast? Um, I mean, nothing, nothing that I wouldn't already repeat. <laughs> you know, just, just love yourself, love others, find your journey, seek guidance. Everybody needs a guide in this world. Even if it's a spirit guide. <laughs> I hear that. And if, if uh, any of the listeners out there, if you're ever in the uh, the Binghamton, Endicott area, uh, I would say stop in. And uh, what is the name? It's, it's, it's quite a long name for the, of the church. What, what is it? Uh, <laughs> Unity of Light Spiritual Center. All right. Yeah, they're, they're really... Uh, Really awesome people, Reverend Pat, Reverend Katie. They they do an awesome job. The the people are there are all very nice. And like Ray said, when when you walk in, you know, by the, by the time you walk out, you say, "Geez, you know, there's there's something different about that place. There's something different about those people. You know, you you feel uplifted, and and, and nobody there is is going to tell you you have to do something." You know, you don't you don't want to read the Bible. You don't have to if if you don't want to work on psychic abilities or talk to spirits. You don't have to. Nobody's going to say, "Well, this is this is a spiritual church." You 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 have to do it. You know, no. It's come as you are and and be who you are. And I think yeah, that's that's uh, that's really the the, the dogma beauty. at the door. That's that's pretty much the you know they don't want they don't want people to feel the dogma of of religion. Yeah. And that's something that's that's uh, greatly needed, you know. I think in a lot of churches. But uh, if you're ever in the area, uh, look them up. Uh, very nice people, very nice services, and uh, maybe you'll get to hear Ray speak. He does a yeah. does a really good job. Thank you. But man, thanks for coming on the uh, the podcast today. I, I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to uh, come on and just you know talk to us about these things. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun. And uh, as I always it say, I, I, I hope the people out there uh, 
you know, take something from it and it helps them to grow and um, find a measure of uh, of peace and, and love in, in their own lives, no matter where they're at uh, on their journey. Yeah. So everyone out there, we appreciate you listening. Thank you again, Ray, for uh, joining us today. And Thank you for having me. Hey, my pleasure. And as I always say, I'll see you next time on the spirit side.